0: Hello everybody, welcome to a brand new episode of Into the Grid, the Power Rangers podcast where we cover Time Force this season. I'm Mike. I'm Sean. This episode, um, we're discussing episode 29, 30, and 31, before I dive deeper into that. Sean, do you have anything that you want to talk about? Uh,
1: not really. I saw that, um... I don't really want to make this a whole thing because like this episode will probably be long enough on its own. But I did see that that one of the head writers of Power Rangers is leaving. Uh, So it sounds like it it sounds like they're shutting down uh, over there in New Zealand. And
0: uh, Hasbro is
1: going to they they got their reboot they're doing at Netflix. It sounds like that's probably going to end up becoming what the show is. But. I think it's really up in the air about whether there's gonna be another season after Cosmic Fury, but the head writer leaving uh sure sure makes me lean towards there probably not
0: being another season. Hmm. I did not know that actually, so uh the only news I've heard about was uh the producer um Simon Yes, yeah, Cosmic Fury is gonna be his last. Okay. So after Cosmo Fury, he's done.
1: Okay, well producing. then I would imagine the show is over after
0: yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, just in time for the 30th anniversary of Power Rangers, I guess. Yeah, so yeah,
1: yeah, hey, look. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, the reboot is good.
0: Yeah, I guess. I guess 30 years of television, all of a sudden, boom! Time for a reboot. Time for a reboot. Time for a reboot. Wait a minute. I'm- I, I, I meant, I meant to say 28, 29, 30, 31. I yeah. forgot one. I yeah. Forgot I was kind of sitting here like, I was like, am I, do I have the wrong list? I'm just going to let for, Mike roll I, with it. I, I totally forgot the fourth, fourth episode. Oh my God. I'm losing it. Yeah. I'm losing it, folks. I, I was looking at fate against fate first. I'm like, no, it's Dawn. No, no. Of Destiny. Uh,
1: before we jump into that though, uh, Mike. Yeah. Uh. I wanna just throw out the listeners right off the top here. If you guys want to follow the show, you can do so at Go Into the Grid on Twitter or email us at gointhegrid at gmail.com, leave us a voice message at anchor.fm slash into the grid or join our Discord server. The link to do so is in our link tree on Twitter and also in the episode descriptions.
0: Yeah. I was I was gonna say that stuff, but um it's I'm glad late. you I did it. I beat you to it. I'm I'm glad you did it. I have it all written down. <laughs> I'm glad you did it. Thank you for doing that. So it's time. It's time for Time Force. Just kidding. <laughs> okay. It's time to go into, into the, the, group. the group. <laughs> Uh So, this episode, we've got this arc, this huge arc that we started last time. This is totally the second, third, fourth, and kind of a standalone, I guess. Um, I'll explain later in the um, in the Cape Trust because it was a huge string of episodes to begin yeah. with. Yeah, so yeah, <laughs> so I'll explain that. Let's talk about uh, episode twenty-eight of Time 4s Dawn of Destiny air date. August 18th, 2001. Written by Jill Lynn and Jackie Mershon as the core writing team of the season. Mm-hmm. And directed by Worth Keeter. Yes. Worth Keeter. Synopsis. Rancic raids Biolab to steal their supply. He succeeds and injures Mr. Collins during the break-in. Frax, who is on the run from Rancic, works on building his own giant-sized robot after tending after fending tending after fending off rancic forces the rangers are approached by alex who tells them that their actions are changing the future oh boy finally finally we've got alex
1: yeah and i don't know the the like the alex stuff isn't really in this episode it's um it's in the next couple so yes. i i won't i won't dive too yep. into it right now i'll save it yep. but i will say what a disappointing reveal. Yeah. Uh, it just doesn't it. work. It just does yeah. It's just. It's just. It's. Yeah. No. It just doesn't work.
0: It doesn't. No. And like, like I said in the previous episode, it, it kind of like more or less mirrors the time ranger mm-hmm. revealed too so it's mm-hmm. not like it's a big reveal or anything like that it just seems like to be like that i mean i'll i'll talk about it because it it gets featured again because i have to re- had to had to rewatch the episode because we mentioned i talked about the episode in the previous episode mm-hmm. and just gets wibbly wobbly timey yeah. with that stuff so overall
1: um, though i i enjoyed this episode quite a bit um i think that it was a lot of fun and uh it was a lot of fun in certain places and pretty dark in other places, but it, it was a good balance of the both. And I, I, I had a good time watching it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I've been waiting for this, this set up so but in particular, just try. I was like kind of overhyping it kind of, because I was excited to see like the result of the, re- like the between the relationship yeah. of Wes and Mr. Collins. I was like super excited for you to see that unfold because we see like glimpses of like Mr. Collins in the past. And yeah, it's like, it was like dude, dude, it's coming. It's coming. And, and then that, and,
1: and we, well, we, we, uh, we'll definitely talk about that in the other episodes. Uh, we will. I, I did think that was good. Yeah, um, so, although I, I guess while we're on Mr. Collins, uh, we can talk about like the lab thing, the lab attack, because mm-hmm. that did happen in this episode. Yep. And I thought that yeah. the lab attack w- was the darker half of the episode, but really great. I, I mean, it was pretty graphic for Power Rangers. It was pretty crazy. Uh, we saw like a lot of a lot of people getting hurt, like a lot of normal people getting attacked mm-hmm. and stuff. And, and it, uh, it, yeah, I don't know. I was very surprised by it. I, I thought that the fight, the fight scenes were a lot of fun. Uh, the fights between the Cyclobots and all of the members of the Silver Guardians. Uh, yes. I thought those were a lot of fun. I think that it was weird. I don't know if you noticed, but to me, every single member of the Silver Guardians looked identical to each other. <laughs> uh,
0: I, I, I didn't notice that.
1: It just—it looked like it was all the same guy. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't think it was, but it, it really looked like it. Um, I like it when one of the Cyclobots throws a plant at somebody. I thought that was pretty funny. Uh and the fact that Eric got like a stairway fight was really cool as well. Like he fighting his way up the staircase. Um.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that was the thing. I am um, I I I will remind the audience that I'm fresh on Time Ranger and not fresh on mm-hmm. these episodes of Time Force. So mm-hmm. I am. Um, th- so yeah, that. I, so I'm trying to remember these uh, Time Force episodes because this kind of like. I guess I'll, I'll go to each episode about Cape at Trust because I'll kind of mention where the footage and the story kind of lines up in in Time Ranger in particular. They don't; it doesn't turn into this big, like story arc with uh, Tetsuya and his father because it 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 just happens because Gin fracks in Time Force. He just you know attacks the lab and gathers materials, I guess, for something. He doesn't build the robot in uh, Time Ranger. I'll explain that when the actual robot appears. But, he yeah, so the father gets attacked in Time Ranger, and he's in the hospital. And so, it and then after that, it lines up perfectly. Like, it is the same, people. The same beat of the storyline. Otherwise, like, Tetsuya has to go. It's in the next episode. Anyway, so... Um, <laughs> I get so excited, because Time Ranger... I'm kind of surprised how how much Time Force actually takes from Time Ranger. Mm-hmm. Like, like the story is actually, like, translated perbatim. And I'm like, wow. 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 Yeah,
1: I, I really liked it. I thought that uh, I liked Mr. Collins destroying the serum to help his son. His whole thing, like, hey, you know, um, if I had known that, you know, if I had known that you wanted this and it would help my son to destroy the serum, I would have done it immediately, like... And how he said that he's proud of his son for everything that he's done. Uh, I I liked it. I, I thought that it was a, a pretty great scene. I liked him standing up to Rancic.
0: Which I think Mr. Collins is more involved in this series, more so than Tetsuya's father, which I forgot his main name. But it's like, it, it, it gives the gall in like, and it's like these two, like these two veteran actors of Mr. Collins and Rancic, like, bickering and chatting with each other before he gets attacked it was just like it was like that scene was phenomenal like phenomenal yeah i love that scene so much and like Um, that was
1: some heavy shit but the the episode also really balanced like some fun shit as well because uh i want to touch on two scenes in particular uh i really love at the beginning when we see first of all the search for frax
0: right Uh, yeah the manhunt
1: yeah, they're like just looking through the bushes for him, which is like mm-hmm. he's a giant golden robot. He can't be that hard to find. But apparently because <laughs> uh, he is hiding in one of the bushes and apparently they just can't find him, except two cyclobots do find him. And all he has to say is we robots have to stick together and they just immediately like, yeah, yeah, yeah we got you, bro. Oh, nothing <laughs> over here. Rancic. And then they just run off. And I think it's a really fun gag. I think it was. Uh, I We both laughed while we were watching it. I think it mm-hmm. was it was really well done. Uh, the other scene that I really enjoyed at the beginning was just the Rangers being friends. I talk about it all the time on this podcast. I love it when the show manages to capture the fact that, hey, these guys aren't just like co-workers. They're like a family as well. And so when they're all taking the pictures and Wes is getting uh, Wes is getting uh, picked up by um Oh god, why can't I think of her name right now? Katie. When Wes is getting picked up by Katie and uh they're oh, playing yeah, with yeah. that camera. I think that was all a lot of fun. Um,
0: yeah, that was a really good scene with the Polaroid. Right? yeah. 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 Um, yeah, I, I will say that to set up the plot, at least, they, they explained that the serum that was used to counteract the poison from Venomark from the previous episode wasn't supposed to be invented until another 200 years, so this is causing a danger to the timeline. So... That's how they explain that, and this is why kind of what Alex eventually comes into into the picture with the timeline being altered, and he's going to be like, I'm in control.
1: <laughs> yes. So, yeah. So, so I think. Um, and then the like, really, I don't have a whole lot to say about this episode. But the one other thing I, I do have to say about this episode is that uh, I I'm curious about what they took the footage from. Because when we jumped to Sentai footage at the end and we did uh, the Ranger fight, it looked a lot like Yellow and Blue were getting a ton of focus during the fight, and I wasn't sure if this was hold on, just, you know, um, I don't know. They had footage of Red and Blue, or, or of Yellow and Blue fighting, and so they used it. Or if in the Sentai, this episode had a lot to do with Yellow and Blue, uh, more hold so on. than than it does in the actual
0: episode. Yeah, I. Yep, yep, that explains it. Okay, I didn't watch that episode. Um, <laughs> so so, so that footage you're actually talking about, Sean, uh-huh. is actually the fight footage from case file number 24, which is called Yellow, Sometimes Blue. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. The name yep. alone.
1: <laughs> the name yep, alone.
0: Yep, exactly. Because they, they, I even wrote it down here, too. I said, insert Time Ranger footage, and it was like Yellow, Blue Ranger. I'm like, what? So yeah, I didn't watch the episode. That was not I guess that wasn't adapted. So but that's I That's uh,
1: very funny because we were watching and I was like, that's a lot of yellow ranger and blue ranger uh yeah. for this very red ranger centric episode. Yep. Um Yep. But so that makes sense. Yeah, I don't really yep. have anything else to say about this episode. Nope. Nope. Uh let's go um, on. Well, before before though, I, I want to make sure I have it written I have it uh written oh, down right. um on right. Well, first of all, that was also, I want to, which did you prefer, Power Rangers or the Sentai?
0: Oh, wait, 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 hold on, hold on. (laughs) Give me a fucking, because, hold on. Because this episode of Dawn and Dusty takes from uh, a story from Case File number 40, which is part of... uh, uh, time blue retires, which is the whole stupid oh. their whole rain sequence and oh. from the previous episode where it's like he's dying from his disease. And yeah, it, 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 it kind of carries over. It's weird, like it kind of it focused on time blue, which sadly Lucas does not have this, this this disease that time blue has, so they couldn't focus on that. Um, so they focused on that for a bit, and they took the story. There's a little bit of stuff that was involved that's all about this, that, and the other. And then, of course, they take fight footage and story from case okay, so file number 42, The uh, Fallen Angel of Destruction. And, okay, if we're talking about the story, like this storyline in particular, I gotta say, if I'm gonna prefer something, TIE Force did it better. Okay. I t- Like I said, Time Ranger didn't really focus so much on this. Like, it just... It, it, it just, it, like I said, it was per beat, like, yeah. solid copy-paste kind of thing. from But Time Force did it better, though. They they took that, like, they expanded it, basically. They took this, like, story idea. It's like, oh, you know, Time Ranger Dilly really did this little focus here because, uh which I'll well, reveal later, which comes to the other side of the story. They just, like, took it and made it bigger. And I love that for that reason.
1: Okay. uh So... Mike, I will run through uh, each of my, like, uh, we'll do the data. I'll run through my answer and then uh, we'll hear yours. But um, best moment for me, the best moment of the episode was the non-Ranger lab fight. Just all seeing all the Silver Guardians try to defend the lab was really cool. You know, Eric uh, on the staircase. That all, to me, uh, was the best part of the episode.
0: Uh, uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah. Yeah, of course you would pick that because of, you know, who...
1: Hey, you know what? Here's the thing. I'm not even (laughs) going to give myself a point for it because it's really not about Eric. It's about the whole scene. I just think the
0: scene overall is like
1: awesome. But if you want me to give myself a point for it, I will.
0: I mean, Eric's involved in it. Eric is involved. That is true. Eric's involved. I mean, if it involves your character, it should count.
1: All right. All right. I'll take it then.
0: (laughs) I I will. I, I mean, I can give you those points if you need it. Uh, oh, I need lightning. them. I need them. <laughs> <laughs> I am behind you. I am being generous <laughs> at the moment. <laughs> um No, I at the best moment, the highlight of this episode is definitely the uh, the encounter between Mr. Collins and Rancic, mm-hmm. actually. Yeah, it just and I'm and I'm choosing a moment that does not feature my characters. Yes, so. you
1: are. I see that. I see that.
0: See, You're see, a better man see. than
1: I am. Um <laughs> My MVP is Mr. Collins for the episode, uh, because of that scene. I agree. I, I that, agree. I agree. I think uh, he's definitely the best part of the episode. It is. And I'm going to give this a five out of five on the rating. I thought this was a great episode of Power Rangers.
0: Yeah, I want to follow that suit. Five. It is. It's a damn good episode. All right. Fight Against Fate, uh, episode 29. I have little notes on this. Holy shit. <laughs> I, I, I t- note to self. I take shitty notes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I I don't have a ton of notes either, but um.
0: Uh, I, wait, uh, air date August yep. twenty fifth, two thousand and one, writing team John Lynn and Jackie Marchand, directed by Worth Keeter. Synopsis: Alex reclaims his role as Red Ranger, as Wes leaves to see his father in the hospital. Alex organizes a preempted strike against frax's new robot dragontron making him retreat with the help of eric and the Rex. discuss okay so
1: um this episode does some things really well uh and then there's a part of this episode i'm gonna say now that i found extremely boring um I did not like any of the ranger stuff in this episode. I don't like Alex. Uh, Alex annoys me and not in a good way. <laughs> uh, Alex is just an asshole through the whole episode. And it makes me wonder what any of them ever saw in him to begin with. Um, Alex sucks is my main takeaway from this episode is that Alex <laughs> is a character that I hate. I don't, I, I hate Alex. um, and and I don't like the ranger stuff in this episode. I was just honestly, I was I was bored. Um on the other side on the other side of that I really loved all of the stuff with Wes. Um and and I liked, like the stuff with Wes and Alex is eh. You know, the effects when they try to show them together don't really work, but it's, you know, 2001, so that's fair. Um, the reveal doesn't work because we've known that it's been him this whole time. Uh, I did like in one shot, they like frame Lucas. They they, they frame the shot so that Lucas's head is just blocking Wes's face while Alex is on screen so that like you can't see that it's not Jason Font. Uh, so that was great. I like that. Um, and I, as much as I hate the Alex plotline and I really don't think that like a lot of the stuff they do to try to make both of them be on screen at the same time works. I do have to say Jason font kills it playing both roles mm-hmm. when they are mm-hmm. very few actors can share a scene with themselves and really sell it. And I think that he does an incredible job uh, playing both Wes and Alex in this moment and selling them as two distinct characters with two distinct motivations that are at odds with each other. Um mm-hmm. And so I I do I want I like the highest praise I can give this episode is that Jason Font kills it. I mean, it might be one of the best Power Rangers performances that we've seen so far, just in terms of. It's extremely difficult to pull off and he does a very good job at it.
0: Yeah, for sure. It's, this is, this season is like the most, I, I, am not going to say like the highest caliber of acting, but it's like, it's damn near like close, like good acting for Power Rangers.
1: Yeah. And they're good at it too. I think.
0: It's Um, very good. Like the, the, Like, the casting and how the the characters portray themselves, and especially being uh, direct translations of their counterparts, they do it very well. They, just like in Time Ranger, they do a dual role because the main actor plays Tetsuya also plays Captain Ryuya, and he does it well, too. He does it like he does two different things. And it's like, I love when actors do like a dual role uh-huh. and and they, it's a rare, it's a rarity nowadays. Like you see it here and there, but it's like phenomenal. Just seeing the level of acting capacity just to take two different roles while being, you know, looking like yourself.
1: And especially to have them share a scene together, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah it's it, it's done very well um, it is and yeah, i love uh, that like the we watched this like the week after succession ended and it was funny <laughs> because succession apparently didn't end because succession continued <laughs> in this episode all the stuff with like it all the stuff with west and his dad and the company it's such a soap opera and i loved it uh i, mm-hmm. I do have to say uh i don't understand Eric. During all of this. It doesn't really make sense. Eric. um, Yeah, let's talk about that. Eric is upset that he is being passed over for the job. In terms of what, like, okay. Wes obviously should not get this job. Like, like we can all agree that. The only reason Wes gets this job is because his name is Wes Collins. Right? Like he's not suited to this job at all. He has shown no interest in this. He has shown that he is not a business person. This is so against his personality. There is nobody in that room that should not be in that role more than Wes. However, right next to Wes, in terms of people who should not be taking that role, is Eric. I don't understand why Eric is like, like he volunteers for it. Dude, you're the security guard. Like, I like Eric a lot. I think Eric is maybe my favorite. Mm, he, he doesn't beat Trent. I'd put him below Trent as my favorite extra, extra ranger that we've had so far. So um, he's above Ryan that cause fucking Sam doesn't count. Cause Sam is one of the worst power rangers that I've ever seen in my entire life. Um, Eric is awesome. I love Eric. I don't understand why he's trying to run the company in Mr. Collins's absence. It just doesn't make any sense. Uh, it, I, like, and he's at the board meeting with everybody. I'm like, why are you there? You're like a security guard. What, what is this? I don't know. It, it, it really didn't make any sense to me.
0: So this is something we have not seen, but apparently, and I just double checked it now. I uh-huh. didn't watch it, but, uh-huh. uh, on the Ranger Wiki under notes, there's, here's a note. <clears throat> A scene showing Eric angrily telling Wes at the hospital that he quits the Silver Guardian, Silver Guardians, refusing to take orders from him as as a supposedly new head of Biolab, and Wes calling him out on his selfish, self, selfishness and always quitting when things don't happen his way, even calling him spoiled as Eric had previously called him, was cut from the episode. Had the episode kept the scene, it would have explained why Eric was initially planning to leave Silver Hills in the following episode. Yeah. really cut, cut for time.
1: That, yeah, I just I, none of that feels, I just don't understand any of that, to be honest yeah, with
0: you. So, 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 yeah, and you get, and it's actually on YouTube. You can actually look up the scene. Mm. It's been, it's referenced I'm actually kind of surprised the Ridge Wiki referenced the deleted scene that's available to watch <laughs> on YouTube right now. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you can watch the deleted scene on YouTube. It's um, I guess you just type in, like, Power, uh, Power Ranger's Time Force, which is P-R-T-F, Scene. You can find it on YouTube. Okay. I, I haven't seen it, so, but... I And it makes sense. Like, Eric does not want to be under Wes's command. He doesn't want to be told things from Wes, and it's like, I quit. I'm out of here. <laughs> I'm getting the fuck out of town. That's what I'm doing.
1: Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't. It, it just like okay know, that that ex- that explains why he's leaving in the next episode but for me it i does. just i still don't un- like this whole plot line it, for him just doesn't make sense for me it, it
0: also it kind of maybe mirrors his counterpart nato okay Um, uh, because he uh because Tetsuya's father uh is revealed that he was planning on giving him the company to succeed after him. And so, and he's, like, he he does, like, a monologue to him does like, keep the poker face on because he wants all the power. So he's excited to take over the company from Tetsuya's father. So,
1: okay, so in Time Ranger, the the Mr. Collins character had already promised the company to Time Fire.
0: Yeah, well... (laughs) Is because they they had a meeting with a couple of uh, heads of the company or something. Like there was something with like like a public safety or something, and it's like pleasure to meet, pleasure to meet you. And all of a sudden, like, is it true that he's naming you his his successor? And Nato Time Fire is like, this is the first I ever heard about this, and he gets kind of excited about it. But okay. yeah, mainly, yeah. That's, but it's very hinted on. Like it's very like there's a brief scene about it, and then all of a sudden, like I said, per beat, the company's like, "Hey, let's get Tetsuya, the son, to take over yeah. the company briefly," and that's where that like I said, the storyline per beat goes yeah. on from there. So, so that
1: would make a lot more sense if they had done that with
0: uh, Eric. Eric. If Eric yeah. had
1: felt that. I've yeah, I've, never got, yeah, I've never gotten Yeah, I've never gotten the relationship between him and Mr. Collins as being anything more than a bodyguard and his client. Like, I don't know. Um But what yeah, you're describing from the Sentai sounds like it makes a lot more sense.
0: It does because you know the company is beyond different than biolabs and the way I can't think of his fucking name, but Tetsuya, Tetsuya's father is just like... He just runs this big old company, the group, I guess I'll call it. And yeah, Nato was just there to head the city guardians, but also, like, he's he was just there being, like, right by his side the whole time. Mm-hmm. Like like his, like, proverbial son. You know, kind of just helping along with the company. I Because also, the fact that Nato helps SIA, um, the Time Blue... You know, with the serum and getting like that set up at the lab, and that's why biolabs kind of did that because it's like in the show, Time Ranger, they have their own labs, and that's why Gen Frax attacked it to get stuff from the lab. It's so they're trying to do a lot of stuff with it, trying to make it work for Time Ranger, uh, for uh, Power Rangers.
1: So that's all I really have to say about the episode. Um, for me, so... okay. Yeah, yeah, go ahead.
0: Are you... Okay. <laughs> like I said, I, I watched a lot of Time Ranger. Yeah, you told to get, me.
1: You watched a bunch of it.
0: Uh, I it's There's a lot of episodes. This one uh, takes fight footage and story from File number 43 and 44, which is the tail end of it. Um, oh, God. There's a lot to... So, like I said, the story, beat by beat, the same. Like, just... But... The differences are, here's the differences are, when Captain Ryu, so, <laughs> wait, 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 okay, there's a lot to build up here, okay. First off, all right, let me talk about Ginn and Frax. So, Don the Whale, the main villain of Time Ranger, he realizes that Ginn's out of control. He gets, like, this ring to put inside him to calm him down and give him, like, a docile kind of calm mode, and he locks him up in a room. So he's not causing any more trouble. Uh-huh. And so he's in in the room, just locked up, playing with his bubbles, because he loves bubbles, like I mentioned in the past, <laughs> you know, part of his origin story. Uh-huh. And then uh oh. Someone it opens the door. Who's who's letting him escape? He put he pulls the ring out, boom, he's evil again. Who who pulled this ring out? He's back to being evil. Captain Ryuya let him escape. Oh put the ring took the ring out of him let him loose and then of course Don the Whale eventually is like Gens loose again he's out of control can you arrest him time the raiser is like sure let's do it here is let me give you the plans for the ring that calms him down so Sen time green takes the ring makes like a more or less like a 3D printer makes it makes it like from schematics just makes his own thing they eventually you know they do the fight you know with the robot and Gen, yeah. and they, they hold him down at one point, and Sen almost gets to the point where he's got to put that ring in, and all of a sudden, somebody shoots the ring out of his hand and destroying it. What's this? Captain Royia? once again, shooting it down. Huh. And that's when the reveal of Captain Royia comes out. He walks out. It's like, Huh? What are you doing here? And so, then he explains... A shit ton of explanation of what's going on. <laughs> <now>. <laughs> I swear, this blew my fucking mind here. This this is completely different what we were establishing in, Pyre in just time force. So, because Alex does not, does not explain shit about the timeline and everything, he does not. He does not. He's like, oh, things are changing the future. He doesn't explain anything to that Captain Royuya. However, boy, okay, <laughs> I'm gonna prepare you guys for this. So. It's all so these so a part of the chunk of these episodes are, is all about the f- history and your future destiny is set. Yeah, and yeah. how history is set in certain ways. He has lined up history, like history intended. Okay, history. Okay, let's talk about the history. History intended for them to go back in time to chase after Dunn the whale. All the crimes with the the family, everything involving them in the past. The one thing that is not supposed to happen was them to be alive. They huh? are supposed. To, they were supposed to die after the first battle they ever did. What? Captain Royuya kept them alive. <laughs> they were supposed to die at the first battle they ever did in the like. Way beginning. So in
1: this, the Alex character has been going against the timeline to keep this to help them. No.
0: Yes. Well, that that only one key detail. Yes. Yeah. Everything else, but everything else before that was is was a part of the the history. Yeah. Of them going back in time, doing the 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 mutant thing and all the, the all that stuff, but yeah. If it wasn't for him keeping them alive, this show would be done and over with.
1: <laughs> yeah, but he but they were supposed to die, and he saved them.
0: Yep, he saved them, and it led up to uh, this point where he's like, "This is, this is all led to this because right now in the 30th century, there's a worm, worm, there's a wormhole vortex in the 30th <laughs> century sucking up cities at the moment." What? It's sucking up cities in the 30th century, and right now I'm coming here to help you out because Anomaly, another Anomaly pops up, and Tac, Tic Tac, the owl, he's like, what's this, another Anomaly like the Q-Rex came from? Remember, I told you how the Q-Rex came from Anomaly hole because the Q-Rex in Time Ranger was a Time Travel experiment that went through the time streams. Yeah. Well, lo, lo and behold, the, the anomaly coming up again is another time travel experiment that was lost in the time stream called the G-Zord, which is the Dragon Tron in this episode of Power Rangers. Okay. So Power Rangers, uh, Frax built it, but in Time Ranger, is another... Lost experiment coming through the hole and destroying shit. Okay. Like the Q-Rex. Yeah. Um, It is... I was, like, blown away. I'm like, what the
1: fuck is going on here? This is incredibly different. And sounds a lot better.
0: Yeah, I'm like, what the fuck? It is like... Like I said... The story that we know is the same, but like those details of like what the timeline is, and then like the this big dragon-like Zord, evil Zord, comes out of nowhere. I'm like, what the
1: fuck? And the idea that like the the future is falling apart because of this is also a lot more compelling. Just
0: yeah, 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 yeah. That sounds a lot better. (laughs) It kind of does, like. Like it's ballsy. It was like balls to the wall. Like that makes sense for Time Ranger. Like you could you could not do that in Power oh. Rangers. You could not like be like, yeah, you're destined to die right away at the beginning. But I saved your life.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's pretty awesome. Uh, <laughs> that's pretty awesome. I yeah. I assume yeah. that means that the you prefer the Sentai to the Power Rangers.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll say that because when we talked about Eric in this episode, it didn't, like, make sense. And Nato didn't, like, do that much besides, you know, aid in the fighting with the... It just... Yeah, I did not... Yeah. Yeah, it... Yeah, this episode was, like, despite, the, you know, the West and Mr. Collins stuff, it just... It's the Alex and then, like, the explanation and what alex did and then of course the introduction of Dragon dragontron it just did not like compare to time ranger apparently like i was like wow and i got excited i was like wow time ranger that was uh, that was that was good it's a good explanation all right
1: as for data for this episode for mm-hmm. me best moment unfortunately is alex and west meeting it is it is done very well um it's yeah. handled very well
0: that that's the highlight that's the honestly that's the highlight of the episode like it's i agree i do agree because we talked about the dual roles and how that works out and yeah it just yeah that that works yeah i do agree
1: I do my agree. mvp i i think this is a first empowering in and uh into the grid history mike hmm. the mvp of the episode is Jason Font. It's not Alex. It's not Uh Wes. It is the actor himself. Jason Font is the MVP for this episode.
0: I, yeah. Yeah, like, Jason Font does need the praise, like, the MVP for this episode, like I said, because we talked about how the duality of Alex and Wes are just, like, totally different, but yet it works for the show. Yes, now,
1: now, here's where we need to contest or contest. Maybe I don't know. You might just agree with me. I don't think that means that West gets a point because I'm not giving. I'm not giving my MVP to no. West. I'm giving uh, it to Jason Font. All right,
0: all right, all right. No, no, no. This, these are characters we're doing in a Ranger League, not the actors. That's the characters, not the. Okay, okay. Yeah, I agree. yeah. I'm not, I don't, no points um,
1: for him. And for me, this is a four out of five. Uh, there, it, it's good. It's really good, but the the stuff with the Rangers I found to be boring. I don't like Alex. The Eric stuff didn't really make sense to me. So uh, for me, this can't quite be a five, even though it its highs are really high. There's just a lot of stuff in here that I was like, I don't, I don't understand. Um, so it's a four for me.
0: Okay, okay. So I want to clarify for this entire story arc of Power Rangers translating the story over.
1: Uh huh. I'm.
0: I'm giving that at least a five out of five. That, that, of that. Okay. But how they. <laughs> I love how Time Force translates and adapts the story to Power Rangers. I love that. Sometimes, you know, it's a little bit too much on the ball. Like, it's too much, like. It's too
1: straightforward.
0: It, it's too straightforward and it doesn't, like, deviate so much. Like they like they adapt and translate the story, but they don't like take liberties with it to do their own thing. They kind of did that with Eric in this episode, which is a sad thing because Eric doesn't like. Because I uh, yeah yeah sure, NATO didn't do much in the episode, or a storyline is a little bit different. You know, would you set up in time force here? So, like to, I'm, I'm like
1: to me, it almost sounds like they follow it to the letter in places that are continuing storylines that they've already changed. Does that make sense? So you've already changed the Eric storyline. You did not include the setup, right? The setup does not exist, but you then translated the Eric storyline almost one-to-one from Time Ranger, even though you erased the setup to the stuff that you're now translating. And to me, I think that is where, you know, you fall into the trap of being too direct.
0: You know, uh, and yeah, that's where it's, I it's, think
1: it seems to have fallen in, into a bit of a problem,
0: at least. It, it, it cuts them into a corner, honestly. Yeah. it Because, sure, like, I, I mentioned the, in the previous season with SPD, they, they did adapt and translate Deck Ranger stories, and they did it fairly well. They did their own things, though. Oh, hell yeah. But Time Ranger, like, this was, in with Time Force, they they pr- people praise it for like adapting and translating it directly but i think that's kind of like kind of like a downfall thing like it's almost like watching a remake of a movie or like an adaptation mm. of a novel or like something like that they're they're doing it like perbatim to what it is but like sometimes a remake will deviate from it and do their own things but sometimes they they want to like hey here's something we love let's make it you know, almost like here's an obscure, like, parallel reference to it. It's almost like Gus Van Sant's Psycho in the 90s doing a uh, a shot-for-shot remake of Alfred Hitchcock's uh-huh. Psycho from the 60s. Like, it is, like, perbatim. It's like, what's the point if you're not going to put your own spin to it? It's like, so, because um, I'm watching Time Ranger for this, for the podcast just to see the comparisons, and I'm watching it, like... I just saw this in Time Ra- uh, in Rangers. Yeah. Exactly. Because they do the same shots. Like they do like uh, in the limo going to some place. They, oh, I have to stop. I have to get out of the limo. Let me walk someplace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got to go in- Go into our home base. Yeah. And of course, tick, tack, and then like circuit coming through the window. Oh, no, we got to help. The-. And he's like, it's my future. I have to do this myself. And of course, there's a the point where
1: which i believe um, that's next season, uh, next episode but yes
0: it could be yeah i like fuck i i i don't care cuz all <laughs> yes. the together cuz we're talking yeah. all the in this episode. Yeah. So fuck it i don't care but it's like the um even like the shot with the eye where you zoom into the eyeball and you see like them fighting against dragon Tron and it's like they're failing and it's the same fucking shot it's like okay <laughs> It's kind of this is kind of like a rant. Okay. I'm uh, rant, is, rant rant is over. Fate fight against fate. Kinda giving this 3.5.
1: Oh wow. Okay. You went lower than I thought you were going to. Yeah,
0: yeah. it's 3.5. I, I thought about it. I was like, should I give it a four? I was like, no. I'm gonna and I didn't want to give it a three. I was like, in, in between there, just like like I'm looking back on it and it's like Pioneer's it's like and it's especially stuff we talked about, it's like There's some highlights, but it's like, there's nothing there. Yeah. All
1: right. What about the next one?
0: Yeah, let's go to Destiny Defeated. Um, September 8th,
1: 2001.
0: Yeah. Right before 9-11. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. Time. time, Wow. Wow.
1: I will say now, um, about the next episode, didn't notice any immediate, like, you know, there, there was no. nothing in there that I was like, if this had aired immediately after nine eleven, that would have been unfortunate, you know?
0: Well, of course, after the fact they went back to edit out the, all the building mm, stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. So, and yeah. then this is what we have now, which is like kind of sad. Um, I know, it's something we have to talk about kind yeah. of briefly. So, yeah, yeah it's 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 yeah, it, it's part of our history. <laughs> yep. Um, writers, as usual, Judd Lidd and Jackie Marchand, and directed by Worth Keeter. Boom, boom, boom. Okay. Synopsis. Alex finally realizes that the Rangers need Wes to defeat Dragontron. With Wes back as the Red Ranger, the team manages to destroy Frax's creation. Alex also saves Mr. Collins from death and learns an important lesson in making your own destiny. Spoiler alert.
1: Yeah. So let's start off with the Eric thing because, like, we kind of talked about the Eric thing already and I just want to get done yep. with it.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: Yep. The Eric thing is stupid. Here's what I'll say Love that they brought that girl back that uh, he talked to about the yep. bird and he was like, I'm going to yep. leave the bird with you. Parents are going to be pissed that. He's just giving this little girl a, b- a bird. Her parents are not going to like that. That's not something that you do. But I did like that they brought him back. All right. Episode overall. Yep. I love that this episode is so relationship-driven and character-driven. Um, Really, this episode is about choices that all of the quote-unquote Red Rangers make, Um, being Wes, Alex, and Eric. I'm, I'm going to throw Eric in there because Eric also makes a choice in this episode. Um, right, And whenever they make that choice, I think that the episode nails that moment um, with Wes's choice. The Wes is Wes making his choice and making his decision to go back and fight. Literally gave me chills. <laughs> like <laughs> it, it totally worked. Totally worked for me. Um, it got me super hyped. Alex is Alex going to help Wes's dad. I don't like Alice, Alice, Alex, but it works. It, the scene works. I, I you know, it, it, good on him, I guess. Eric's choice as well is done. Uh, Eric's choice is also done very well. There's the shot where he's in the cab driving away and you could see the fucking Zords <laughs> fighting out the window. And it looks awesome by the way, but also Eric going, ah, fuck it. Let's do this. Getting out of the cab, morphing, calling in the QX Zord. Like, it got me hype. Like every time somebody made a decision in this episode, it felt like it was paying off like the whole season so far to the point where I really am kind of surprised that we have as much of the season left as we do, because it really felt like this was turning points for all of the, all of them Uh, for Eric and Wes and Alex. Um, I hope we never see Alex again after this, (laughs) but um, man, I, I loved it. I loved all these character moments.
0: Yeah, um, I do as well. Yeah, it's it's all thanks to the story of Time Ranger and how Tetsuya does the same goddamn thing. <laughs> and, I mean, it, it, it is, like, inspiring, like, to see, like, Tetsuya's like, you know what? I'm gonna help out my friends. I'm gonna do it. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's the same thing. It's like, he goes in, you know, saves them, kicks kicks Frax uh, again in the face. Like it is like awe-inspiring. It was so cool just to see him come back to fight.
1: And I think that the relationships um, between, you know, Wes and his dad in this episode, like, uh, man, Jason Font sold the pain when he went in and he thought that his dad was
0: dead. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
1: Just very, very, very much sold that that moment. I think. Yeah, it was very effective. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's the only, the only like Tetsuya is there at the hospital to see his father, but it's only like through the window of the room. Mm. He doesn't go in to see his father. I mean, and also another thing that I like, I probably mentioned a couple times when comparing and contrasting, but I, I, I the. the in Time Ranger the mothers featured a lot. Oh, I I yeah. She yeah. is not in this. No, there's no Mrs. Collins. There's no Mrs. Collins in this fucking show. <laughs> yeah, like Tetsia's mother is like in this show like quite a bit the the episodes of at least compared contrasted at least like
1: Yeah.
0: You know, cuz she popped up a few times. I'm like, "Oh, because then she she gives like Tetsia, you know, words of wisdom and like things mm-hmm. that inspire about and his about talking about, uh, his dad or his her husband, just mm-hmm. talking about how he's working and he is this that, and the other, and uh, and Power Rangers did the bullshit thing, of Alex giving the orb <laughs> to Mr., to Mister Collins to make sure he's alive and well, which. Yeah. It feels a little it, out of
1: character for Alex, but I, I guess I'm glad he did it. It, it led to I, a good
0: moment. I mean, I think I think Alex does like learn a lesson from Wes. Like I think it's a good thing that happened that way. It's definitely good. It's just like it's it's probably not executed right, or I don't know. It's just because in Time Ranger, like his father just turns out fine. He just oh, okay. he doesn't like get like magic he doesn't stuff get from saved. Cam- He's just, you know, he's just like, it's like a normal, he pulls through. And I also, mind you, (laughs) these episodes of Time Ranger are the Christmas episodes. (laughs) (laughs) So it happens during Christmas. (laughs) Merry Christmas, everybody. (laughs) That's really funny. That's really really funny. I think it's especially in this episode, I think, um, it's just like, they're setting up the Christmas tree and they're like. And then you know, Kathy Royu just appears, and it's like, oh, it's Christmas time. And then at the at the end too, it's just so like it's Christmas time. <laughs> it's like all That's together funny. for Christmas. No, it's the same old stuff. You've got you got Alex being an asshole, but then he kind of gets redeemed by like, hey. I'll help Wes out. I'll make sure his father's alive, and and then Mr. Collins just seems makes makes it believe that it, it was Wes. You know, like I saw, I saw you, I yeah. saw you.
1: Yeah, that was yeah.
0: I mean, it's a it little weird. Of, it is, but I kind of liked it. It was just, you know, awe inspiring. It was just like and it, it 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 kind of reminds me of Mr. Collins being like Ebenezer Scrooge, and how after the trip that Scrooge went through with the ghosts. He's like, all right, Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs> I'm, which it kind of ties in pretty well, doesn't it? Yeah, actually,
1: I guess it does if you think about it as like a uh, yep. Christmas Carol thing. That's funny. Yep, yep. Uh, and thank God Alex left. Uh, unfortunately, he shows back up in the next episode, and I was like, man, I thought we were done with you, but you're still in this fucking show. Um but I did like when he was like, maybe I was a little hard on them. I'm like, a little hard on them. I don't know. You're an asshole, dude. Uh, but then he leaves, and I'm like, okay. Oh, oh, they're oh, stranded sh- again.
0: Oh, Sean, <laughs> yes. I got, that, I got, I got. Okay, 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 okay. Oh, I for- see. This is here's the difference now between okay. Time Ranger and Time Force. Oh, I'm excited now. <laughs> again. <laughs> okay. Okay. So. This is the point where... Yeah, this is the last episode of the story arc, okay? Yes. Because they defeated um, Dragatron, um, but Keturayu is like, now the Great Extinction is going to happen. The what? The Great Extinction happens. Meaning that, mind you, that uh, Time, Time Rangers is set in 2000. Yeah. So he's like, the Great Extinction of 2001, because in 2001 i think he said a third of the world is going to be like sucked up or destroyed in 2001 what? <laughs> that's because of the time change the history change that they done with everything with this fight against this robot <laughs> Just to compensate for the saving the thirtieth century, how weird how time works. And I'm like, what? The Great Extinction of 2001? What the hell is this? And they and so so, so right right right. But he says, uh, "I'm going back. Here's your chance to escape to go back to your time." And they decide fuck it. We're staying in 2001. We're staying in 2000, celebrate Christmas and New Year's and going to the new year to see what happens. We're in this together as a team. I'm so making... they had a chance to go back.
1: This. Uh, I'm making the executive <laughs> decision. The Sentai episode is better. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, time ranger has it's like what it, it, the, the, that's the so sentai, much better
1: than the ending of this episode
0: this sentai like I I, I swear it is good like I mean power Rangers does a few things that you know teeters more to what they do best as adapting shows but like if you watch time Ranger for what it is it has like compelling like characters it has like unique monsters villains and story and the character is gonna be a little different and also I realized that um there's a there's a scene in this episode where the team sticks up to Alex and then Lucas goes up and tries to almost yeah. punch him so Lucas has a bit of um Doman the yellow Ranger in him because okay. Doman the yellow Ranger in time Force he's a ladies man he's like Lucas, like he's okay. like, Oh, yeah, I'm macho, and like, yeah, yeah. So, in Time Ranger, Doman, the Yellow Ranger, almost punches him. Oh, good, yeah, yeah. So, I'm like, Oh, because since they're not adapting, you know, the Time Blue disease story of yeah. Time Ranger, they're like, Let's just stick a little bit of the Yellow Ranger into Lucas because, you know, we changed- to give him something <laughs> to do. And yeah yet yellow Ranger here is now a female so we can't kind of, we can't we kind of can make her strong but like he's not she's not like the same as Doman so it's like Lucas can be a little bit of that because he's like ladies and man and Doman's a ladies and man and um I'll talk about how he does things in the next episode
1: okay um uh let's do data then for now
0: yeah, um, yeah let's do
1: that for me the best moment of the episode was West choosing his own destiny
0: yeah. That's a that's an obvious one. Um I'm not I'm not gonna agree because there's something oh. we have not discussed. Oh, okay, what is it? Um let's talk about the fact that the Megazord was riding the Q-Rex. <laughs> is that your favorite part of the episode? <laughs> yes, it is, because <laughs> I did because I did not see that in the show. Because that footage is from the movie time ranger versus go go <laughs> Oh, that's funny the light speed one yep so they took that from the team up movie which i'm gonna see next time
1: yeah that, that's funny
0: um it is i figure I highlight that yep the mvp for me is wes it is wes yeah
1: uh and after you told me how this episode plays out in time for us it did drop a point for me or uh, in Time Ranger, Time it did Ranger. drop a point for me. Uh, it went down from a six to a five. So it's a five out of five for me.
0: Yeah. it. This one, I'm going to give this one a four. Okay. It's a little bit better. It's a little bit, and of course, the, the West and Mr. Collins stuff is strong. And then, yeah, there's there's some things that are a bit. Uh, I, I, I mean, I, that's I, disappointing because
1: the Time Ranger I, thing sounds so much cooler than what we got. It is.
0: It is, and... Um, I I think I think the point I gave a little bit more was for the Megazord right in the Q Rex <laughs> as well. and would have gave it a three under otherwise. So that's funny. So. Um.
1: All right, let's talk about the last
0: episode. Oh, all right, yes, my goodness, we're up to the last one in our carpet here, Undercover Rangers, thirty one. Um. Uh. Air date September fifteenth, two thousand one. Um Judlin, Jackie Marchan writing, Kuichi Sakamoto returning to direct this one. Um The Power Rangers go undercover at a gym to discover that Thrax is using it as a front to turn its customers into robots with the help Oh geez, I need to put a space there. <clears throat> space. With the help from Eric, the team must defeat the Mune running the gym and rescue the customers. Mike, yep.
1: I loved this episode. I had so much fun with this episode. <laughs> this episode was a blast. We're past the very, you know, very, you know, emotionally tense story arc and we are just like having some light-hearted fun in this episode. Uh love it when they go to the gym in those ridiculous like nerdy outfits that they're wearing and how wes is like stupidly flirting through the lady at the at the like uh register and jen is so upset about it the whole time i just this episode is so much fun mike i had a blast (laughs) with it um speaking of wes and jen that's like the main dynamic of this episode so i think that's probably where we should start here um Jen watches a random wedding at the beginning of the episode, which Uh is, I get what they were going for, right? She was engaged. She's conflicted about her feelings. Her uh, fiance turned out to be a jackass. Um, I I get it. It's still a little weird to just watch a random person's wedding.
0: (laughs) Um, Yeah, yeah. It, 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 it makes sense for power rangers to do this after this big story arc and going into it into the beginning here leading into the main crux of the episode because i'll just tell you right now this was case file number 41 which is like right after the time blue disease episode and just before the main story arc of
1: oh the the one that we just did
0: yeah, so it was like in between.
1: Okay, so it was before the ones we just did. Interesting.
0: Yep. Yeah. So I so I did watch it in order mm. of the re- of the episodes. So I didn't like jump around like they adapted. So I did watch this, you know, before in it. Boy, I I have some juicy bits about that. But okay, for for Power Rangers at least, this was yeah. It for what it was, it was fascinating. <laughs> it's such a
1: weird episode i loved it um i i love when we cut to, to wes and he's like okay she liked alex i gotta try to be like alex and lucas is sitting in the background like he's like reading or something at one point and then he puts it down and he's just listening mm-hmm. and then he wingmans wes he's like you guys should go check out that gym alone
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah just
1: their whole thing throughout this episode is the most I've bought their relationship this whole time. Like, I I bought into it. I like I I really hadn't bought into it until this point. But watching this episode, I was like, okay, no, I get it. I buy into it. Uh, I love when Jen hits on Eric in like revenge when she's trying to because she's mad that Wes was flirting with the the desk lady. And speaking of Eric, I really like this team up of Wes, Jen, and Eric. I think it's fun. I think I think they're a cool team. Honestly, in another world. Uh, that that I just think that casting of Aaron Cahill, um, Dan Southworth, and uh, Jason Font would be a great Ranger cast. The, mm-hmm. like, you know, mm-hmm. uh, uh, those three. I, I think I think that was a lot of that was great. Um, yeah, I I really liked I really liked this episode a lot. Um, I l- I kind of like the turning people into robots plot line because I feel like it affirms the stuff that happened to Frax for them to be like, no, 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 look, this is something that he can do. You know, like, Frax turning in from the Doctor in the backstory, right? Like, turning Mm -hmm. from the Doctor into a robot is weird and kind of hard to wrap your head around at first, but I like that they're like, no, 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 this is a normal thing that can happen. Even, like, it's like they're saying don't think about it too hard, right? Like, we're showing you we don't have an excuse for why it works. We don't have a reason for it, but we're showing you that it works because they're doing it in the present now. So just buy on, buy onto it. Like, you just have to grab onto this and buy it. We're not going to explain it to you, but we're not going to contradict it either. You know? And I, I think that works. I think that's fine for Power Rangers. And I like that all the people are doing the Cyclobot movements. I think it's really funny. Um,
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: I love all the sequences in the gym we get hallway fights like it's daredevil we get unmorphed fights <laughs> it's a cool like interior set we don't normally get interior sets and i know that the interior set isn't actually really that cool it just kind of looks like a school building like the inside of like a government or school building but i think it was fun i think it was yep. a nice change of pace um i had, i just i had so much fun i loved everything about this episode uh, except alex alex was in it and i was very upset but he was only in it for like a second so it's okay yeah, yeah, um, he,
0: he, he he did a couple of things. He uh he told Wes to protect Jen. Yes. And then also gave the uh shit, it's in my in my the uh cycle. The stratocycle, yes. Yes, there it is, stratocycle, yep. So uh yeah. Um so I'm looking at the Ranger Wiki, just uh yeah. going through the plot. Um could you describe what Jen Wess's undercover costume
1: (laughs) (laughs) So Wess is dressed like a, like a, like a kind of a typical nerd, but Mm -hmm. he's jacked. So it doesn't really work on him. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You know, like he's dressed in like kind of a button up shirt and like glasses. And they're trying to do the nerdy thing. But I mean, honestly, he's, he's too good looking for what they're trying to do to work. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm trying to remember what Jen's looked like. It was it, um, ridiculous.
0: It was almost the same. They were both dressing up like a bunch of geeks going to work out. They had both had glasses. I think Jen was wearing oh, overalls. she had an overalls
1: on. That's what it was. And yeah. and Wes had suspenders.
0: That's what it was. So, <laughs> I, I, I. We always have to have beef with your wiki. Okay, I, I got, I got to, be, I got to do it. I got to. Okay, do it. what's up? It, 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 it's, it's, it's. Yeah, let me read the, 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 the line here. Jen and Wes enter the gym as a couple of hillbillies looking to work what? out. What? I don't know Jen, about that. Jen and Wes enter the gym as a couple of hill, hillbillies looking to work out.
1: I don't know about that, Ranger Wiki.
0: Yeah, yeah, Ranger Wiki. That, they're not hillbillies. They're not like, hi, yoke, hi, yo, hi, everybody. I'm going to work out. Yeah. No, no. They're, they're, like, they're like, I'm a nerd. I'm going to here to work out with oh my glasses. Yeah, Where's my protractor? Is... Where's my
1: protractor? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't know about that one, Ranger Wiki. Yeah.
0: I, I don't know. I think I'll get that. Um, but yeah, so the concept of the gym uh, with protein. So I got really fucking confused with the protein powder. They, they have like a bottle that says protein powder and they're like, they're drinking out of it. I was like, that's not how that works. You got to have it like. You got to have to put the powder in the liquid to mix it up, and then you can call it something else. But they called it protein powder for the longest time. And then I saw, like, Frax putting powder into the water. I'm like, oh... That's how protein powder works but it's like you can't label it you can't just label it protein powder on the like bottle like,
1: I like how you have a moment where you go actually no this makes complete sense I'm just dumb and that, of course that's how protein powder works but also like you're right that like it's stupid that it's labeled protein powder
0: and not I know just, it's, like, it's it's how my brain was like working I was like wait why it's parodies but it's like it's You're like taking no. it
1: more literally than they intended for you to, but it's still stupid <laughs> that it was that it was labeled like that. You know, I've like
0: been... yeah, they,
1: they, in 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 real life, it wouldn't be like no. Oh yeah, we're drinking protein powder. It'd be like oh, we have this drink. It's a protein powder. You know, like like you yep. or it uses protein powder or whatever. You know, it the protein powder is an ingredient in the drink, not the drink.
0: Yep, that's why I thought it was kind of.
1: I like this. I like you having a moment where you go, No, that is how protein powder works.
0: <laughs> but it's not how you label it. That's not how you, you, like it not how you advertise such. it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yep. Uh, yep. <laughs> um Yeah, one of the people uh his name is Drefeme. Feeney yeah, yeah, we both we yep. Yep. I just wanted to mention Feeny, that. Yep. yep. I did like um, there was a
1: moment in the episode where Wes got kicked so hard that he turned into Japanese footage. Oh that yes! was funny. There's one yes. scene where he gets, like, kicked, the, and... The editing was
0: so he, precise. He goes
1: flying, and then Time Ranger Red... Like, the Time Red Ranger lands, it, uh, lands on the ground, and I just thought yep. it was funny. The kicker's yeah, so already...
0: Gets knocked into Japanese footage. That was so good. Um, Yeah, okay. I was... So... I'm telling you... When Time Ranger does something, like like last time I had a hard time because they had to do like a virus thing uh-huh. with Venomark. And yeah. we're live we're living in a post COVID era right now. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like I had like like PS I had like Vietnam flashbacks of that. <laughs> so uh yeah, so yeah. so and of course I wasn't expecting Super Sentai to do this. The the Okay. And I, I feel like I, I you're understand... about to drop
1: some really heavy shit on me.
0: <laughs> I understand why Power Rangers Time Force turn it into a gym with Frax being the leader of it all, and that's is it why a the cult.
1: Senti... Is it a cult in the fucking it, Sentai? It
0: it basically is a fucking cult. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's, yeah, it's you case... can't
1: do that in Power Rangers. It,
0: it's ca- case file forty one. Expose the prophet! <laughs> oh my the... God! Wait, it's a cult. It's like a profit motive cult. Yep. <laughs> is it like a fucking? Is it like a pyramid scheme? I, pretty close. Where he's oh, actually, yeah, yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. Because because the um the mutant at hand, one of the the members of the Launders family, he uh he predicts that there's going to be this. Catastrophic event happening in two thousand and one, and people buy into it. Oh my god! Giving money—that's how they get the money from it, you know, because everyone's like loyal and like, yep. I and also the 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 mutant has like telekinesis powers to believe uh-huh. in it. So like, oh, you don't believe me? And he like lifts like. Well, so <laughs> you see them like on the street. A bunch of followers and like, there's like a cult leader or like the leader, (laughs) and and they're and they're carrying like, you know how in like, in Egypt you know they had like the two, they had like that, carrying thing where everybody's carrying a thing on both sides. Him on it, like the carrying, a a prophet. Yeah, so they're carrying the prophet, you know, around town (laughs) that way, and and they're like, you don't believe me, and like. Show him your moves, show the non believer, and you know, telekinesis. He floats himself in the air and floats back down. <gasps> oh my god, it's magic. Oh my god, it's true. Oh we gotta we gotta follow and we I I oh I gotta believe you now. Oh, here's the money, here's the money to donate. Oh I've gotta go god. into it. And so like I said, Domond is the ladies man of the team. He's the Yellow Ranger, and he's and also I forgot to mention that they uh in the Christmas episode they uh, he talks about his girlfriend, which is the photographer woman that we yes. mentioned a long, long ass time ago, and I have not watched those episodes. Still, they didn't like, they didn't adapt that storyline. Yeah,
1: he didn't. Yeah, he didn't come back at all.
0: No, no. So she, she, yeah. So they, I was like, oh shit, they, 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 they still talk about her. So, so he's like all in love. He's got a girlfriend, and Doman's like, huh? I'm gonna set up Tetsuya and Yuri together. Let's get them undercover. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that will put them together. So yeah, and they're like, all right. And they, and cuz he's like, I'm the leader now. I don't know why, but he's like, I'm the leader <laughs> now. I'll put, I'll put you to to go undercover for this. And they, they 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 do it. And throughout the whole episode, they basically, you know, have a thing for each other. They, they, the 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 Tetsuya and Yuri relationship has been relevant throughout the whole series of Time Ranger. It, it just doesn't pop up as often, but like mm. after the whole undercover thing, they do like Yuri's professing her love to him. Like, mm-hmm. I, I need you. I need your help. I, I can't, like, do this without you. Mm-hmm. And is and like, why didn't you say that at the beginning with? Because she just mm-hmm. keeps it to herself. Mm-hmm. But so so they go undercover, and they dress up like geeks. Yeah. Just like how in Power Rangers, they dress up as geeks. And it's almost identical Incredible. in, how they, dr- in tr- how they dress up undercover. To go into this cult-like base <laughs> where they have to like, find out who this this member of the Launders family is, and they, uh, and Yuri gets into serious shit where she discovers the, the cult leader, which is the mutant, and so there's a ceremony that happens, and there's like, you know, a place where you could pray, and there's like, like a curtain and there's like a podium where there's like a, a figure or you can sit in there. Yuri's behind that curtain and she's like gagged and she's, she's being almost yeah. executed. Yeah. And so t- the leader's like, why don't you come in and pray and you light the candle or something. And so there's like this rope and the candles burning, the the ropes burning. Oh. There's a, there's a balloon and there's a contraption leading up to behind the curtain Whereas a bow and arrow, I and mean, if it goes all the if way it... up, it, it shoots the bow and arrow and killing Yuri. That's so crazy. Tetsuya, Tetsuya has to like, he finally like because I guess they have like a um, telepathic like ability to hear each other. I guess because oh. they keep like, I I know like Yuri's like saying Tetsuya Tetsuya like in her head. Uh-huh. To give her some kind of a clue, of course she's kind of grunting too. So he she he hears that and is like, "Oh!" Opens the curtain. Oh my god, Yuri! And uh-huh. they and then uh, and all the cult like followers start like attacking. He's like <laughs> attack, <laughs> and it's like what the. But yeah, he saves Yuri in time before the arrow shoots. So, and yeah, and that so she just doesn't leads... die here. <laughs> no God, no. But yeah, they uh, they uh. They profess their love to each other after all oh, that wow. experience, and that leads into like the Sentai footage we see in the episode where the mutants like throw him around in the air and they're fighting yeah. him, and that's what the costume is, and yada yada yada. And so the thing is, <laughs> they profess their love for each other, but they're not showing it to their teammates. Mm. They're like, so they they're start to argue. It,
1: like secret.
0: They're they they're arguing at the end. It was like because uh, Tetsu also like flirts with another girl going uh-huh. undercover same way, and she gets jealous. And so they're like, "Well, nah, 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 nah. I was like well, you're flirting with her." No, that's all part of the undercover job. And I was like, and they're they're doing that to showcase they're arguing, but of course deep yeah. down they're they're in love with each other. And the teammates are like because they because <laughs> everyone's like. Domain, I don't think that worked really well. Like, you didn't do that. You, that. That plan did not work, dude. And, <laughs> That's de- funny. and, and, de- and deep down, it actually did kind of work. Yeah. So. And yeah, it's it's a fucking wild like, setup with the Prophet. I'm like, what the hell am I watching? Yeah, it sounds like it's quite a
1: toss-up between these two episodes on which one is better, honestly. It, 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 I, they both sound crazy.
0: It, it does, and I'm, I'm tra- like... Like, the way they adapt this into Power Rangers makes sense. I mean, they had Frax's costume on hand. They had to work with that. Like, oh, let's do a gym and, like, turning them into robots. Like, that makes sense. And it was still fun either way. And I think, God, I think, honestly, I think it's a toss-up, actually. It is, like, both. I, I recommend both, mm, to be honest. Okay. Bo- both are worth, like, checking out at least because they're, like, it is almost the same in storyline, but it's like they do have fun things in both that you can check out for sure.
1: All right, let's do the data then. For this yeah. episode, my best moment is, um, uh, uh, oh no, I don't remember what I what I what I'm what I'm talking about when I wrote this. Um, <laughs> Wes and Jen in the stairwell. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's when they're hiding in the stairwell when everybody's looking for them and they start to argue about uh, the flirting. And he's like, Oh, what were you jealous or whatever? It was just the most I've bought their relationship so far. So I mm, think that was definitely yep. the b- the best part.
0: There you go. Yeah. 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 I, uh, Oh, there's a, there's a moment. And I, this is very vague also. I'm not checking the episode, but I think I remember what this is when I wrote this down, mm-hmm. but I love the fact that there's like kind of a moment in the episode where both west oh i, I, I kind of know what this is so so west is like hey and then Jen goes hey after like they've been through a lot it's like a, a kind of like it's oh, solidified their yeah. like love for each other it was kind of like a, a me cute kind of thing like hey yeah at the hey. end yeah very at a moment yeah at the very they had end they had a moment. moment together they, okay. had, they had a moment together Yep, that was that was the best I think because I just like I said it just shows their relationship at the best.
1: Okay, uh, I think the MVP for this episode was Jen personally.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say Jen is definitely the MVP because I did he did focus on her and West didn't really have a lot to go on and of course he got a special cycle which that was a shoe in which that was, it's cool. I mean mm-hmm. i I've, I've never seen it so it's ranger exclusive is exclusive so
1: and i'm gonna yeah i'm gonna give this episode a six this is a six Uh, out of five for me i really like i really loved this episode this is an episode where i'm like i would like to watch that again
0: I'll, i'll give this like a five okay give it a five
1: all right and with that we've covered our four episodes
0: yeah we have it's um it's Something we have to get over because it was a big story arc, and of course, a little bit of extra, and a lot, a lot for me to discuss. Holy <laughs> fuck!
1: I got to well. I got to update on the Ranger League really quick. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You yeah, yeah. pulled way fucking far ahead of me. <laughs> uh, you, I have forty-eight points, and you are at seventy-one. I am not beating you. I am not catching up by
0: the end of the show. <laughs> I I mean we have like two chunks of episodes to just disc- to ch- we have what nine episodes. episodes left yeah and I think there's plenty of like coverage of someone yeah. going up in numbers I you could there's I don't know episodes.
1: dude I don't know dude <laughs> but I I appreciate the vote of confidence I guess we'll see as we as we uh, wrap out the
0: season but
1: uh, I'm not holding my breath
0: yeah 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 um. Let's uh, queue up next time. What what are we covering next time? Just to tease the, the listeners.
1: Next time, we are covering episodes 32, 33, 34, and 35. And it is uh, the episodes are Beware the Night, Time for Lightspeed, Reflections of Evil, and Nadia, Nadia Nadira's Dream Date.
0: We're going we're gonna to have a guest. We're going to have Josh to come on, our good friend. Josh
1: Jeff. the Merc.
0: Yeah, it's going to be a fun episode. and I get I'm so to so excited. Less, so much less. Yeah. Because I only get to talk about the Time Up movie between GoGo 5 and Time Ranger for the Time for Lightspeed Speed crossover, which is going to be a fun discussion.
1: And then, though after that though, you get to do everything for the finale. I
0: I know. I know. So you
1: get you get a little little break, you get a little I break, do. and then you've got a huge amount of stuff to do for the finale. But yeah. I think you have an announcement to make. As far as I understand, that might be your last huge episode that you have to do.
0: Yeah. Yeah, if you are living on a rock, like, I I, kind of announced it on Twitter. I kind of talked about it in the Discord server here and there. It's a work in progress. I just started working on it, but... Yeah, this is going to be the last season I'm doing a compare and contrast for now because as we, uh, I think we probably discussed that Mighty Morphin's our next season and Mm -hmm. it's a shit show of a compare and contrast to do that on the podcast because I'm working on writing a whole dang book of comparisons and contrasting super sentai and power rangers and i'm starting off with mighty morphin and zoo ranger and why do i need to do it twice yeah why, why <laughs> what's the point of like me writing about it and of course saying it verbally on a podcast that's like yeah. if you if you want those uh juicy comparisons you're gonna have to wait for my book to come out
1: yeah exciting yeah yeah um it is yeah, so that th- that'll be your last time you have to cover yep. the compare and contrast. <laughs> yeah, on the podcast.
0: Yeah, it's 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 gonna be uh, the, the the segment will be retired, you know, on hiatus, you know, until we get through Mighty Morphin. Because after Mighty Morphin, I'll I'll hop back in because okay, I'm because okay. I'm, I'm only covering. By the way, if you're wondering, the book, the book is gonna be called Going to the Grid. The complete compare and contrast guide of Super Sentai and Power Rangers, and I'm covering Mighty Morphin to Dino Thunder. So, exciting because it's, it's available through shell factories. So.
1: <laughs> so it's easy, and you don't have so to pay it, for it.
0: <laughs> and so you don't have to search high and low to say where the fuck is Decca Ranger, where the hell is Magi yeah. Ranger, where the hell yeah. is the other. Z-Ranger through Abba Ranger is available through Shao Factory. So it's easy for me and you to watch and do that stuff. So Fun. Yeah. Fun. All right. Fun.
1: All the shows art was done by at my name is Sean on Twitter. That's at my name is S-H-A-U-N-N-N. You guys can follow Sean on social media for all things design and nerd related. And that's on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all under the name. My name is Sean, S-H-A-U-N-N-N. Also on YouTube under the same name. Our intro and outro music was done by Niall Stenson. You guys can follow him on Twitter at nstens1117 or go to his YouTube channel, Niall Stenson. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you guys want to follow the show, you can do so at Good on Twitter. You can email us at GoIntoTheGrid at gmail.com and you can join our Discord server. The link to join is in the episode description and on our Twitter link tree. We host the show on Acre and you can find the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, CastBox, and Podcast Addicts.
0: Sean, where can people find you? you guys can follow me on twitter at sean underscore afk awesome you can follow me on twitter at mike mixtape uh thanks for listening and we'll see you next time we go into the grid again (laughs)